next on the 5 O'Clock Report. This was not a choice. An international arms dealer for a celebrity. He's really on his own. To change the outcome of the election. We need to make a change. It's scary moments. really scary as a parent to see that happening to your baby. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Griner-free Whalen left behind. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. WNBA star Brittany Griner and the Merchant of Death both tasting freedom today while retired U.S. Marine Paul Whalen languishes in a Russian prison. The White House says the prisoner swap deal with Russia was the only one on the table. The deal leaves behind retired Marine Paul Whelan, convicted in Russia of espionage charges that the U.S. calls false. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. The Whelan family says the news of the one-for-one swap is devastating for him, but the president vows. We'll keep negotiating in good faith for Paul's release. I guarantee that. CBS's Stephen Portnoy, the Russian released in the deal, Victor Boot, known as the Merchant of Death. He was serving a 25-year prison sentence in the U.S. for conspiring to kill Americans, acquire and export anti-aircraft missiles, and other charges. He was captured in 2008. A local congressman thinks the White House got the short end of the stick here. An international arms dealer for a celebrity. I don't know if that's a fair trade, especially when you leave other Americans behind. New York Republican Joe Simpolinski says the White House should have insisted on the release of Whalen as part of the deal. Now, as an American, I'm happy to see any American freed from unjust imprisonment, but the price was very, very, very high. In my opinion, it is another abject failure in foreign policy by the Biden administration. Meantime, Paul Whalen's brother Dave says the retired Marine has it rough right now. He's really on his own. There are few English speakers in the prison. There are no English speakers on the staff. So he doesn't really understand a lot of what's going on. He doesn't speak or or read Russian uh, to the extent that he can actually um, interact with those people. Uh, I think it's very difficult. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says Russia wasn't willing to negotiate in good faith to gain Whalen's release. Republican Jim Jordan of the House Judiciary Committee tells Fox News he wants to hear about interactions between the FBI's Elvis Chen and Twitter lawyer Jim Baker. Because it sure looks like Jim Baker is on all sides of the equation here. So I want to know, was he still like working with Elvis Chan, the key guy at the FBI, who was doing these briefings that were why it was all suppressed and kept from we the people just days before the most important election we have. Jordan says that government interference with news about the Bidens was responsible for the nation's setbacks in the past two years. You can make a credible argument that it changed the outcome of the election. And but for all that, we may not have this crazy 41-year high inflation rate, crime all over the place, a border that's no longer a border. So that's the consequences of what they did. Staying in the House, Kevin McCarthy's road to becoming House Speaker isn't getting any easier. Arizona Republican Congressman Andy Biggs is running for that top job. We need to make a change in trajectory and change of path, change in process, change in procedure, change in policy. All those are not going to happen uh, with uh, the current leadership leader at the top. Republicans will have a slim majority in the House when they take over next month. There'll be a vote in just a few weeks to decide the new speaker. Also in Congress today. On this vote, the yeas are 258, the nays are 169, the motion is adopted. As expected, the House today rubber stamping the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, which President Biden says he'll sign ASAP. It'll force states to recognize so-called same-sex marriages, a move conservatives fear will lead to further marginalization of and legal action against 
Christians who hold to biblical definitions of marriage as being solely between a man and a woman. The nation's hospitals continue to fill up with triple-demic patients. Those suffering from RSV, the flu, or COVID. RSV particularly dangerous for the very young. This pediatric doctor in Boston says she's never seen anything quite like it. This past year has been unlike any other years in the past, uh, with RSV season starting much earlier. This woman's young son's been hospitalized with RSV for a week after he began having trouble breathing. His belly was kind of sinking into his lower ribs, so that was the first really kind of big, scary moment. It's really scary as a parent to see that happening to your baby. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says hospitals are seeing a surge of flu cases here. We have a lot more flu cases than last year. They started earlier, which is deeply concerning to us, but it's anticipated but still alarming when you see it. State Health Commissioner Dr. Mary Bassett thinks flu and RSV is worse than in prior years because of lack of exposure during the pandemic. Kids haven't been exposed to uh, many common viruses that they in another time would have been exposed to. So we have a whole bolus of children uh, don't have any prior immune protection. Pennsylvania state officials say some reported shortages of children's Motrin and Tylenol are likely due to a spike in respiratory infections. Apple making news today, but probably not the sort they'd want to make. First concern raised over the company's plan to encrypt cloud data. It's designed to keep secure most data stored in iCloud. It would protect that data against hackers, but it could create some headaches for law enforcement and governments because that data would no longer be accessible to them, even with a warrant. CBS's Linda Kenyon. Meantime, they're handy if you're prone to losing track of things. Two women, though, are suing Apple over their popular AirTag devices. CBS's Lily Luciano spoke to one of those women who say the device was used by her ex to track her in real time. How did you finally find it? I just literally dug around the edges of my car and eventually found it in the wheel well. This quarter-sized device is designed to track your wallet, your luggage, or your keys, but it can also track you. Now the world of entertainment, singer Celine Dion says she's suffering from a rare neurological disorder. It's called stiff person syndrome, characterized by muscle spasms and heightened sensitivity to stimulus. In an Instagram post, Dion says she's had to postpone her upcoming European tour because of spasms impacting her ability to walk and to sing. Speaking of walking, a walkout at the Old Grey Lady, a.k.a. the New York Times. The 24-hour walkout is the result of ongoing contract negotiations over wage increases and remote work policy. Employees are planning to hold a rally this afternoon outside the newspaper's offices near Times Square. CBS's Dan Lieberman. Tis the season for holiday tipping. Question, though, how much? It's problematic for many this time around, thanks to inflation. Frequency of holiday tipping is up this year, but the amounts that people are giving are down. That's bank rates Ted Rossman. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, an update on a Pennsylvania blaze that claimed the lives of two firefighters. It's all hands on deck in school districts short on bus drivers, and a night to remember for Buffalo Sabres fans. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. It will stay drab and cloudy tonight through tomorrow with a little rain or drizzle from time to time. Temperatures not moving much, spending much of the time in the 40s or low 50s. On Thursday, mainly cloudy, a little chillier with high temperatures mostly in the 40s. Thank you, Kevin. Now checking the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. A Schuylkill County community stunned following a fire that claimed the lives of two firefighters who became trapped inside a home. WBRE Sydney Costas. A mayday call was activated. The pair 36-year-old Nutripoli assistant fire chief Zachary Paris and 59-year-old Nutripoli firefighter Marvin Gruber were rescued from the home and emergency medical care was admitted. 
administered. Lehigh County 911 officials say they were taken to St. Luke's Miners Campus in Coaldale, where they both succumbed to their injuries. Don Smith with the 911 Communications Center. The community fire company of Nutripoli is deeply saddened by the tragic loss of their two fire members in the line of duty. These members made the ultimate sacrifice to their community. They are truly heroes. A third person was also found dead behind the property, possibly from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Police and fire marshals continue their probe to discover what caused the blaze. The morning call is reporting investigators believe it was intentional. Governor Tom Wolf has ordered state flags to fly at half-staff in honor of those fallen firefighters, as well as a third who died in a line-of-duty traffic mishap in Union Township. People in Arcade, New York, still talking about that huge fire which destroyed the building that housed Finger Lakes Hay and Straw and other businesses. This neighbor tells WHEC it was intense. It was very intense. You can feel the heat. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's a big metal building. It acts like an oven, so you trap all that heat inside. The Wyoming County Blaze took 100 firefighters close to 10 hours, a dozen water tankers, as well as other heavy equipment to finally bring the fire under control. Multiple businesses destroyed, some vehicles lost as well. No word on the cause of that one. Officials say it did $1.5 million in damage. Plenty of school news today. Negotiations expected to resume between representatives of Buffalo Public Schools and the Buffalo Teachers Federation. Both sides have been working to reach an agreement on a new contract, but say that little progress has been made during recent discussions. Teachers have issued a vote of no confidence in Superintendent Dr. Tanja Williams and also the school board. Issues that still need to be resolved include teacher salaries and adjusting school start times to help out with an ongoing bus driver shortage. Speaking of which, as New York schools grapple to fill their bus driver shortages, some officials in the southern tier are making do other ways. Yeah, in-house creativity is flowing from the personnel shortfall. Wellsville's superintendent is driving students to school. Dave Foster obtained his CDL license several years ago. At Canastillo Greenwood in Steuben County, the head of transportation and the district's mechanics routinely fill in for bus runs since drivers are scarce. The Vestal Central School District in Broome County held a jobs fair last month looking for bus drivers as well as substitute teachers and other workers. If you know someone looking for work, checking with your local school district might be a good place to start. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. All right, thanks, Greg. The Red Lion, Pennsylvania School District has adopted a policy that directs students to use the bathrooms and locker rooms of their gender at birth. Also, student athletes can only compete on sports teams that align with the gender they were born as. Parents last night sounding off. It isn't just boys and girls. Welcome to 2022. You have the choice to make of whether you're going to stand for rebellion against God or you're going to stand for truth and righteousness and what God has established as far as being born man and woman. Red Lion officials will meet later this month to discuss making the emergency directive permanent. New York public schools that refuse to get rid of their Native American mascots risk losing state funding. The Iroquois Central School District in Elma now mulling over its next move. WYVB's Tara Lynch. Iroquois Central is among a handful of districts that must commit to changing their team nickname, logo, and mascot by the end of this school year. Many Iroquois board members and the superintendent say the November memo from the State Department of Education about this topic was vague and didn't include key details such as who would pay to make these changes. Iroquois High School goes by the nickname Chiefs. Many in the community say that mascot is a sign of respect to the Iroquois and they can't understand why the state is forcing them to get rid of it. The Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic Association has approved a policy that allows high school athletes to make money off their name, image, and likeness. The policy allows students to receive compensation and take part in commercial endorsements, promotional activities, 
activities like advertisements, social media presence, and unique digital items or assets. There are a number of restrictions that have been put in place for students who do sign such a deal. Among them, students cannot make any reference to the PIAA or a PIAA member school. That includes school nicknames or logos. The student is also not allowed to wear school uniforms in the promotions. Terry Diener. Family Life News. All right, thank you, Terry. And finally, the Buffalo Sabres picked up their second straight victory last night, but it's how they did it that's the big story. Emerging NHL superstar Tage Thompson had a night for the record books. They score! Tage Thompson! He finds Thompson, and he scores! Thompson scores, and it's a hat-trick! The Thompson, four goals for Tage Thompson! Thompson loads it up, scores! Number five for Tage Thompson. That is unbelievable. Indeed, it was. Five goals for Tage Thompson. Dylan Cousins, Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck, and Rasmus Dahlin also lit the lamp for the Sabres in a 9-4 dismantling of the Blue Jackets in Columbus. Buffalo will try to keep it rolling tomorrow night when they host the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. The S&P 500 broke its losing streak today as stocks moved higher. Job data before markets opened showed a slight uptick in initial claims but an increase of 61,000 in ongoing jobless claims. Before markets open tomorrow will come producer price index numbers, which may indicate what to expect from inflation numbers next week. Oil prices continuing to fall, closing under $72 a barrel today. The Dow gained 183 points, the S&P 500 added 29, and the Nasdaq rose 123. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. John D. Rockefeller, America's first billionaire, was once asked, how much money is enough? He answered, just a little bit more. Hi, I'm Rob West with the Money Wise Minute. Learning to be content with God's provision is critical for your Christian walk. There's nothing wrong with working to improve your situation. The test is whether you're grateful for what God has provided. God owns everything, including you, and He determines your needs and fulfills them. If you're not content, ask the Holy Spirit to convict you of any ingratitude and to help you make Jesus the object of your desire. The Apostle Paul, beaten, shipwrecked, and martyred, learned to be content in all situations. In Philippians 4, Paul said it best, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free MoneyWise app. You'll find it on our website at moneywise.org. Alrighty, coming up on the 5 o'clock report, a penny for your thoughts and a whole lot more for the right penny. And every time it rains, it rains, pennies from heaven. Here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. Our sun-starved region will soon be fed some sun. Friday and Saturday will bring sun to parts of the area in relatively tranquil weather. An area south of Lake Ontario, clouds are stubborn with some evening sprinkles and flurries. Elsewhere, clouds breaking for some moonlight, low temps, 20s and low 30s. For tomorrow, the leftover cloud cover near Lake Ontario breaking. Otherwise, we'll have some limited sunshine in New York State. A lot of sunshine in parts of central New York. Clouds and sun in Pennsylvania. High temps, 30s to near 40. Saturday, some sunshine. High temps near 40. Snow mixed with rain then on Sunday. 
All right. Thank you very much, Kevin. Finally at five. See a penny pick it up all day long. You'll have good luck. Well, be that as it may, even if you're not a believer in luck, there is a relatively modern day penny that's worth a lot more than face value, if you can find one. There were about 5,983 pennies minted, which bear no mint mark on the front. Usually you'll see a little letter P or D denoting where a U.S. coin was minted. But on those special 1983 no mint mark pennies, and you'll flip it over, the reverse side will be blurry, the result of the blank being double struck in a malfunction. Right now, those pennies are fetching about $7,000 each from coin collectors. Happy hunting. That's the world we live in for Thursday, December 8th, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.